0: Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. Another great week for It's the Real. And guess what? What? That's 52 straight weeks of greatness. You want to know what? At this point, I'm not surprised that we have a great week. Well, it's <laughs> been such a long streak, and I hope it continues into year two of A Waste of Time with It's the Real. Yeah, I think that um, 50, 53rd week is going to be, I'm guessing it's going to be a great week. Well, if you were a betting man, you I would don't say... bet, but I, I would bet on that. So what do we do this week? Uh, we went to our friend Chelsea's birthday party. We did. Shout out to Chelsea Brandel. She had her birthday party at Sweet and Vicious on Sweet the Lower Vicious. East Side. Yeah. And was, by the way, it was supposed to be at another bar. I don't know if you know this. It was supposed to be I at another bar, and she told me that the place smelled like a bathroom, which was not part of the charm. So she switched it up. We went to Sweet and Vicious, and she asked us and Estelle to DJ the entire party. One of the best DJ crews <laughs> I, I think out of New so. York City right now. I think we're killing it. We've, we've DJed a couple of times before. And I would like to say, it's funny, a year has passed. Our first episode with Alchemist, we shit on oxcore DJs. Remember that? Yeah, but now we're Spotify DJs, so it's completely different. Killing it. so Killing it. By the way, mm-hmm. my dance hall mix, which Just, I did for an hour that one night. Fire. Fire. And where can people find that? On Spotify. Do you have <laughs> Everything the, is on Spotify. What, what can they search for that? Probably just it's the real, and then I'll come up. Okay. Um, but uh, it's the the playlist is called Soundboy Burial. Yeah. Um, you can also look for um, I have the Bad Boy playlist too from the uh, first night right. of the Bad Boy concert. Yes, and and you have another one with just all Dirty South. Yeah, called Fighting in the Club. Fighting in the Club. Okay, so people I should go. I also have a playlist <laughs> called DJ Mustard in the One Beats. And that's uh, when DJ Mustard was only doing that one beat. Well, do you have any other playlists that people should know about, or is it just just those those four or five? I have one that's called <laughs> Shiny Suits. <laughs> anyway, people should go on Spotify and find that. We went to Sweet and Vicious, and we were like, "Great, just like any other set, we're gonna DJ this, we're gonna kill it. The setup should be fine." We walked in there, and their DJ booth—they had, I mean, they had a regular DJ setup, and they had a computer there, and it was like a desktop Mac. And they had their Spotify running through that on their Wi-Fi. And it was cool. Until? Until it wasn't cool. Yeah, like the whole thing just melted down. Like, Like, (laughs) it would say, like, there's no space in this computer. And it would also say, like, update your Adobe. (laughs) But you know what? In the end, Chelsea said we killed it. So that's all that matters, right? Also, the... uh the owner of the bar said we killed it. Well, and asked was, for our business card. Did he really? Yeah. Do we have a business card? No. Oh, we should get one. What was I going to do? Be like, hey, no, you here's sh- somebody else's business card. Yeah, that, or you should have been like, hey, go to my Spotify playlist. But here's the thing. I we, did do that. We don't. We don't strictly adhere to just a playlist. No, it's not like play and let it rock. No, it was like it's like oh, I hear this and then I want to hear this. Right. We so have made like, we, we, we DJ. we DJ we. <laughs> very loosely dj i mean we should have somebody rock with us who just like quote unquote carries the crate like we should have somebody who brings in our phones or something like that right yeah or a computer for us because if you want to carry our phones into the club please hit us up yeah at it's the real <laughs> send your resume so jeff we have this podcast called the waste of time with it's the real if people want to find more episodes you know like we normally do where can they go you can go on soundcloud.com slash a waste of time. You can also go on iTunes and search for It's the Real. Uh, we will come up with our podcast, which I think we mentioned it. It's called A Waste of Time with It's the Real. Mm-hmm. If you have Google Play, you could find it there. Uh, We're everywhere online. You want to tell them our Snapchats? Yes, we are It's It's The Real because It's The Real was taken. Mm -hmm. And also, it's It's The Real Eric. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are on Instagram at It's The Real, It's The Real Eric, It's The Real Jeff. Uh We are on Twitter at It's The Real. We are on Facebook at Jeff Rosenthal and Eric Rosenthal. And also under the page It's The Real. That's not true, by the way. What? What? It's not Jeff Rosenthal and Eric Rosenthal. No, I mean like I'm Jeff Rosenthal. You're Eric Rosenthal. If you want to like look us up personally, yeah. If you want to be my personal friend, if you want to look at my (laughs) photos of me, you know, with my friends, (laughs) yeah. I'm sure we're on Tumblr still. We don't really use it much. Technically, we are on Tumblr. I think it's what is it like? It's thereal.tumblr.com. It's thereal.tumblr.com. Also, if you want to look us up on Peach, remember that service? Still there? Still there? I've never used it except to um, squat on the names that nobody else was so, defaming us. So, Peach on- Us. Peach? Yeah, go, Peach Us. Go Peach, it's the real. Go find us. Google Map Us. Yeah, Google Map. Well, don't Google Map no, Us. No, don't Google Map Us. Jeff, when do you want to get into this episode? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, aka Protect Your Bag, aka Mary Poppins. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, aka Lick Shots, aka Slow Drinker. Yeah, and it's a waste of time, when it's the real.
1: Welcome to
0: the. One year anniversary episode of a wasted time and it's the real.
1: Woo woo woo! Jeff,
0: we made it. We made it. Can you believe it's been one calendar year since we started this podcast? We should do the oral history of this podcast. Right. It's and just us it's just sitting here yeah, being like, it. so I guess we could probably the in, Yeah, we could probably interview like Dan or somebody. You know, he's been here a few yeah, times. Well the problem with interviewing Dan right now is that he is out of town. Shout out to Dan who's in LA for the weekend. Jeff. We asked a whole bunch of people. Actually, we asked the whole internet. We said, come up with questions that you want to know about us, It's the Real, a waste of time with It's the Real. Anything you want to know from us, we'll we'll answer those questions. Yeah, it's your time to finally talk to us because we're very standoffish. And people hit us up on Snapchat. People hit us up on Twitter. People hit us up on Facebook. People hit us up uh by email yeah mom emailed mom emailed uh do we get any in-person questions anybody yes. ask us in person and mm-hmm. and you have written all of them down i've written them so all we down. have something in the range of 75 questions right yeah i'm not going to ask them all because that's a very long podcast but and i don't feel like it just for the record it's as many questions as puff had songs at the bad boy reunion show yeah that was 76 if you ask a dumb question i'm not going to answer it just for the record. Yeah. Any so that, dumb that, questions, not answered today. We'll leave those a, open. <laughs> that is the disqualifier. We should do a dumb questions episode. But but not today. <laughs> not today. Today, we're only asking good questions. You want to get into it? Sure. You have all the questions typed out in front of you. So you've seen them. Yeah. You've written them down. I didn't put them in order. It, well, wh- how, what what order would you have put them in? Maybe like, you know, if somebody asked a question that you can lead into another question. Okay. With, you so know? there's it's not like... It's not, like, the order in which they came in? No, this is the order that they came oh, in. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. Well, what is the first... So, like, first... there's some people who, like, ask, like, numerous questions, but they're a good questions, so okay. I was like, okay. What is the first question that we were asked? All right. So, Jason's Vision on Twitter... Shout out to Jason's Vision. Uh, he, uh he He's from the Bronx, I believe. Okay. Shout out to the Bronx. Yep. Uh, He said, whatever happens to that contest where you go to the listener's apartment? Okay. Now, the thing about this is that on the third episode, mm-hmm. uh, Eric and I were just like, hey, we should... Instead of having people come over to our place, yes, and you know we, we cook for them and whatever, yeah. why don't we bring the meal and the wrapper over to somebody's apartment in the New York State area, New York, New York City area? Yeah, New York State are, would be a bitch. We are not going to Buffalo. We're not going to Rochester. Right. And so we held this contest. Um, a lot of people responded. A lot we, of people responded. And we we had all the responses on similar pieces of paper printed out. In a hat, and we went downstairs and had one of our doormen pick it out of the hat, and we live-streamed it, or periscoped it? We periscoped it. Oh, and, we're on Periscope. Follow us on Periscope. <laughs> and, we picked, and we picked a winner, and we were actually going to bring Mano over. Yeah. And what happened was we were going to do it one weekend at this kid, Jason Weintraub. He's the winner. Shout out to him. Um, Jason Weintraub. He was sick the one weekend that we were actually going to do it. Right. And then it became a whole thing where it's like, well, it's hard enough to get rappers to come over to our apartment. How are we going to get people to go to the middle of Brooklyn? It was very hard to get in touch with Mano at a certain point. And so uh, it took us, by the way, to get Mano over here. It took us running into him at some club. And he was like, oh, don't you have my number? And I'm like, no. And then, and then we did get his number, and we invited him over here. Uh, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. We will make it happen, Jason Weintraub. All right. Who was the most annoying guest on the podcast? This comes from Trav Dave. Trav Dave, by the way, is the biggest fan of Big Waz and, Boss, and Nod. Boss Nod. So he made that episode happen. For everyone who loves that episode, and it's a great episode, and you should check it out with our friends Nod and Waz. Mm-hmm. It's all thanks to Trav Dave. The most annoying... I don't know. Who do you think the most annoying episode was? Or uh. guests, rather. I think the toughest episode was the Migos. We were, we were cooking and we were going to make them burgers because, like, j- look, a simple thing, short notice. We can make burgers real easy. And who doesn't enjoy a good burger, right? Right. So we go across the street, we order, or we uh, buy, like, you Whatever, know, a ground bunch of. Yeah, and, all of it. All the burger stuff. All the burger stuff. We're on our way back from the grocery store. We get an email from their, Migos their people team saying, hey, here's what they want. This is an hour away, and they would like you to make them fried chicken, pork fried chops, fried pork chops, ribs, uh, mashed potatoes, and gravy. And we're like, "What kind of operation do you think that this is?" Like, this is in our apartment. Like, like what? Like, we're gonna bring out a deep fryer? Like, what? What? Yeah. So, luckily, there is a place across the street that does make barbecue. And in this hour, we ran over there, ordered all this shit, brought it back. And man, the presentation, presentation, once we laid it out. Yeah, on, on key. Looked like really nice. Looked like welcoming. Yeah. It was like, nice. We put it in like platters and shit. Like it was like a well done meal. The Migos came over with about a dozen people and we were like, where, where are you going to go? And they sat down. They looked at the, at the food and they said, not crispy enough. Not crispy enough. Hashtag not crispy enough. Yeah. And what happened to that food, Jeff? It sat in the middle of us for an hour and... They they refused to touch it. They refused to have any of the food that we got them. And we got them just about everything they wanted. We didn't get them fried pork chops. Right. But everything else? Right there. And what happened at the very end after an hour with them? We ate it with our cameraman. We ate it with Johan. Also, so, like, the first question... Because, like, obviously you can tell the Migos episode is heavily edited. (laughs) Um, It's like a 20-minute... We took the best 20 minutes that they gave us. Uh the first question i asked them was hey so you guys you know we all saw the vice documentary where you guys live on a country club like Mm -hmm. that's amazing to me that you guys would live in a country club yeah um so i just think like they're basically like running like a trap house out of the country club right and i say so like you know you you live there whatever and quavo goes no we don't and like just was like being like super difficult about listen It's, it's or no he goes where did you see that it's I was on like, what it's on the vice documentary that you were a part of so anyway migos that's probably the most annoying but you guess. know what though you know what we got out of that there's a really great clip online youtube.com slash it's the real you can check it out where we just looped up their best ad libs that they gave us that day for right. five minutes and people love it we knew going in that it was going to be a better picture than it was going to be a better episode and you know what it was. Yeah. So, shouts to us for getting a picture with Amigos and in shouts, our lobby. And that food, even cold, tasted just fine. Yes. All right. The next question comes from Kyle Kramer from Vice. Okay. Yes, on Twitter, will you listen to my mixtape? No. Because all we listen to now is what, Jeff? Island Rhythms. Yeah. Strictly off Jeff's Spotify playlist. So, no. Soundboy Burial. We're not going to listen to your mixtape. But thanks for asking. Even if you have one, no, we're not going to listen to it. Um. Next question comes again from Jason's Vision. These are just in order. Yeah. If you could be the member of a crew, which one would it be? For example, Wu-Tang, Rough Riders, Death Row. My answer? Rough Riders. Why? Well, we're from Westchester. Same as the Rough Riders. Yeah. I grew up drawing the Rough Riders R on, like, textbooks and the covers for textbooks. You know, notebooks while I'm supposed to be doing earth science or whatever. I love the Rough Riders. They, They meant the most to me because they were the coolest. They were the streets they were the hardest but can you ride a motorcycle no no no, no. it doesn't matter though okay. i can i can ride like a four-wheeler and by the way today because we saw we saw the new younger generation of rough riders at fool's gold uh two years ago i think yeah. at the at fool's gold day off in brooklyn and those kids you know the new generation of rough riders they don't ride motorcycles they ride bicycles so i could do that i'm down with that what about you it, I don't think it has to be any of those three, but... Uh, all right. No, so, fine, fine. What crew would you join? Um, the St. Lunatics? Yo! I would sort of join the St. Lunatics. Would I like you, wearing a mask. Would you be the new... <laughs> yeah, would you be the new slow down? Uh, Yeah. I, feel, I don't feel comfortable... I'm not big on, like, talking, so I would wear a mask. The, um, <laughs> that's why you do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Not comfortable talking. We By the way, talking about, like, replacing someone and taking their whole shtick, that documentary about the, the, lead, the new lead singer from Journey... That came out a couple years ago? Yeah. Really good. Really good. Like the new Steve Perry? Like Asian Steve Perry? Asian Steve Perry. Well, Filipino Steve Perry. I mean, South that, Asian. The, South yeah. Asian. It's just really good. It's on Netflix. People should go check that out. But it's weird. Also, nobody they're is. Republican, which is like very who's, weird to Who's me. Republican? Those guys. They played the Republican National Convention like two, uh, four years ago. Did they really? Yeah. New Journey? New Journey. With, with Asian Steve Perry? South, South Asian, Asian Steve Perry? Perry? Really? Uh-huh. I didn't know that, but you know good documentary regardless yeah we just don't agree with their politics right next all right next one comes in from chill moody the rapper by the way do you remember when we when we drove to indiana to visit dan when he was in college every state that we passed through once we like yeah got under the sign that says like welcome to pennsylvania welcome to ohio welcome to indiana whatever, we would yell next yeah and high five (laughs) anyway next um chill moody says what happened to that boy why I can't come through in that right. pecan jag so he's just quoting songs well that have questions we had we had an idea by the way for a sketch when we did sketches years ago i think that was just going to be involving those questions what exactly no answer to this, to this should have been on the bad question list <laughs> <laughs> i love chill moody he he saved my life once but uh, in philly in philly because um i interviewed jay-z and then he was This like, was oh. at the Made in America announcement. So people remember that Freeway was standing on stage. There was a giant American way to, flag, the, to yeah. the side. Yeah. And Chilmoody was like, Yo, um, I can drive you back to the train station. My car is just around the corner. And so me, Chilmoody, and Corey Towns, I'd never met these people before. They took me Shout out to Corey Towns, we had him on the podcast. They took me for probably it must have been like a, a four mile walk. It was just like the longest walk ever. They escorted you. Yeah, they were just like, oh, our car is just up here. <laughs> and they led me through like all like these weird parts of How Philadelphia. did they save your life? I don't know. Well, I mean, they drove me eventually. Oh. I didn't know if this was like they got you into walking and this is a good habit and like health wise. I don't know. I exercise take too many naps exercise to... is not an option. It is a necessity. No, I take too many naps for me to be actually like active. When we were doing sketches, we had this thing, this this uh, recurring video series within our series called deconstructing and we had, you know we did deconstructing biggie where we took the line "Your mag is my style you're admiring don't be mad ups is hiring looked at it from the ups driver's perspective who hated it and the dhl and the fedex guys who loved it right i wanted to do one so badly that answered the question who that is talking that shit about the tick somebody probably jealous because they bitch got hit mm-hmm. we never did that well, well we should yeah. we should do something with that anyway all right next question comes from bonnie bundy on twitter big twitter follower what was your favorite episode of this? I'm going to guess this. Uh, Jadicus? No, Gunplay? Gunplay was good. That was my Both birthday. Both of those were good. Gunplay stole my fish. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We, we made him sea bass. Because what else are you going to make him, right? Yeah. He walked in here was so excited about the sea bass. We did an episode with Sycamore, which was really fantastic
1: we Asher did roth was awesome actually that was
0: really good look anyone who tells us about their journey the mike posner one was really good i just love hearing about people's experiences and, and those who were like open enough to share their whole story the ups and downs that's that's what i'm for i'm just glad that anyone listens to any of the episodes and i i, I enjoyed them all uh did the drake vocals come in yet that's from cam so Backsauce on twitter if people don't know what this is, then they're not watching DJ Khaled's Snapchat. What I stopped it, for a very long time. Well, I'm still watching because it is entertaining to me. And what happens is that he he keeps asking his engineer if, if the Drake vocals have come in yet for his new album, Major Key, on We The Best Epic Records. And now it's gotten to the point where he understands that it's like a catchphrase. And he has... All the fan love, all these white 13-year-old kids who walk up to him and say what's up and want to shout themselves out or shout him out on, on on, his Snapchat. A kid will be like, Khaled, did the Drake vocals come in yet? And he'll be like, it's top secret. And the kid will be like, ha." And then Khaled will be like, I like that. <laughs> and so we walk around. And so that's all we say around the apartment, you know? All right. The next question is from Fraser Kroll uh on twitter Uh uh-huh who says why aren't the guests getting any better can you talk about fraser Kroll for a second give him a shine that he wants since he adds us all the time on twitter yeah so fraser Kroll is um i mean he, he enjoys the podcast i think i don't know um he does say well i mean he listens to it regularly i guess he just shits on us and all of our guests all the time. Well, he doesn't like any of our guests. Which right. Is, like, and he has a million suggestions as to who would be better. So that's one of his questions. He says, why aren't the guests getting any better? Uh-huh. And he also says, have you taken any of my suggestions seriously? Who has he suggested? Like Eminem or Jay-Z or... He says, uh, for example, mm-hmm. anyone from B2K, Marcus Houston, anyone from Jagged Edge, Beanie Siegel, Pharaoh Manch, TQ, Bow Wow, T-Pain, Bubba Sparks, Cassidy, Redman. Alex Olson, David Banner, Jason Dill, Tank, Riff Raff, Benzino, TI, Fred Durst, Vic Mensa, Troy Ave, well, no. Flo Rida, Nelly, uh, Wiz Khalifa, anyone from G-Unit, Wu-Tang Clan, Mob Deep or Dipset, Talib Kweli, Lil Flip, <laughs> Chingy, any of the Saint Lunatics, Travis Scott, Consequence, Obi Trice, Charlemagne, AZ, Foxy Brown, Charlie Baltimore, Marlon Wayans, Kid Cudi, Shaq, J. Cole, Cisco W C designer designer Mermi Ma Warren G. You know what's funny is that some of them actually are people that we've been working on. So I wonder if he'll take the credit if oh, we yeah, actually absolutely get. Will. Yeah, it's like, oh yes, you did listen to me. Wait, so there's more. Okay, but here's here's the thing. You don't have to say any more. Just yes. The answer is yes. We have taken some of those those seriously. This is all. You know what? We should just get guests that Fraser Kroll wants us to get. Corrupt Daz Prodigy DJ Envy Lloyd. Stack Quo, Shade Scheist, DMX, <laughs> Staple, uh, Styles P, Mayhem Loren, Rock Marciano, Dave East, Havoc, Lloyd Banks. Okay, here's the thing. Yes. The answer's yes. Cameron. The answer's yes. Jensen Jones. Yes. What's the next question? All right. RMC Guitars on Twitter asks, will there be a Hype Men reunion? For those people who don't know, Hype Men was a podcast that we did with Jensen Carp back in... 2010, 2011. Okay, so Rolling 50... Rolling Stone named it top 10 podcasts of that year, probably because they they're only like... 11 podcasts at the time but we made it listen 52 episodes with people like just blaze and bunby Hannibal and, burris yeah a lot of lot of lot of fun episodes good times and it's been a long time since we've done that but we have our our new thing right now and jensen's doing his thing and yep his is uh get up on this if you want to follow that and, and that and, is that's where yeah. we're at in 2016 yeah um all right next question is from moron eyes when are you going to have Michael Rappaport on? I don't know. Ask Fraser Kroll. <laughs> all right. Uh, next one comes in from Cousin Lou on Instagram. What's your best AKAs of all time? Oh, man. Well, we've done a lot of AKAs on this podcast. We've done a lot of AKAs when we did the MTV interviews. Yeah. I guess my, my favorite might be Yo It Up, It's Eric, a.k.a. The Baggage Handler, a.k.a. Catch a Case. I think that's pretty that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. I Yours? do. Um, well, I have a I have a bunch that I like, so I'm just going to go through them. I like yo, what it up? It's Jeff, aka Helen Keller, aka so so deaf. Mm-hmm. I like yo, what it up? It's Jeff, aka Styrofoam Peanuts, aka Pack the Box. That's a good one. I like yo, what it up? It's Jeff, aka Brick Squad LLC, aka Waka pie Wall Street. That's a good one. It's dated though. Yeah. Um, I like. Yo, what up, it's Jeff, a.k.a. Shoot a Boy in Blue, a.k.a. Papa Smurf. All right. Um, Joshua John Price on Instagram Says. asks, Did you ever interview an artist with a certain opinion of them and have it changed after the fact? Of course. Yeah, I feel like every interview... No, not every interview. We know some of these people, but I think <laughs> I think the ones that we don't know... Are you going to say that Mary H.K. Choi really changed your... someone you, you've known for years? Yeah, uh, now I know that she uses big words. I think that... I think we've had lots of guests that we've been impressed by who we didn't even know what that interview was going to be like. JoJo or, um, you know, who's my favorite example of that? Who? Travis Scott. We thought that he was going to be like so difficult and just like really we standoffish, and then we interviewed him, and he was a lot of our, fun. Our time with him was just like amazing. And you know what? Probably a lot his of his best interview that he's ever done. A lot of people love that interview. Like they they reference that when they talk about us, which is really cool. So shout out to Travis Scott and OG Chase B. Tribe called Chef. Ah, I like asks, that. Yeah, asks on Instagram. Where's the food bin? Is I'll this take- because he's a chef? Seemingly. Yeah, I imagine so. All right, what are we gonna say? I would say this is my fault. Okay. That, and I can't tell, um, but I feel like more people complain about the food than care about the food. Okay. My opinion is, you look at every every single comment on Twitter and think that that one comment means everything. Right, so it's I think it, rules. Whereas, if if one person writes an angry letter, then that means that 20, everybody. People, <laughs> so this is Jeff's fault, and yeah. and Jeff will take the blame for that. But also, like, it seems like it's a lot of effort cooking for people, and then it's like they only eat like a quarter of it. Well, okay, that on the microphone, that part I can agree with. When we had Smoke Dizza come over, it was probably like th- three hours late, and there was good reason for him being late. But the fact was, the food was cold when he got here, and it wasn't much of an enjoyable experience for him or us to eat. In any event, I don't know, we'll see what happens going forward.: Yeah. All right. Norgia, Hey on Instagram uh, asks, "Are you trash or garbage?" OK, so one of our best friends, Ashley Kalmenowitz, came up with this with Estelle when they went to Philadelphia to go see Skizzy Mars. Yeah, And they, they, they were taking the bus down there, and they got into this accent Well, they said, like, we sound like Long Island trash. 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 But then Estelle was like, you want to know what? I don't think I'm trash. I think I'm garbage. And so they just started this thing. Are you trash or are you garbage? garbage? And have asked literally every single person they've come in contact with. So on Snapchat, it became a big thing. Are you trash? You garbage. And to the point where Ashley went home for Passover and was asking her mother, her grandmother, her sisters, cousins, everybody she would run into. Are you trash? You garbage. And then Alana did it. And Chelsea did it, and Estelle did it. Jason, and, obviously, and you. Every person that you would run into when we were at Ashley's birthday or at a restaurant, yeah. like right in their face, David. Show you're putting the putting the the Snapchat right in their face, and you ask them. Yeah, there are two types of people in the world: trash and garbage. Well, let's just stay for the record. We are both trash and proud of it. Yeah, but trash. But Dan, our brother, our brother, my twin brother is garbage i mean who knows why in the world he made that choice but listen he's he's garbage and whatever yeah we just have to accept him for what he is so anyway let us know add you, us add you, us on anything are you trash or garbage let us know jimmy Branley on twitter says personally i want to hear more about the show so any info on that would be dope okay so uh talking about the mtv show we are we just we just finished the third draft of the pilot script. Well, the first draft of the third draft. The first <laughs> draft of the third draft of the pilot script. Yeah. Uh, it's in the hands of our showrunners right now. They're going to get back to us after this weekend. Let us know any notes before we turn it into MTV. I don't know. It, TV moves slow and it moves quickly. So hopefully it moves quickly at this point and we get to shoot something. But I don't know. Do you know? No, but I think that we'll probably shoot something. Okay. And, and hopefully soon. Yeah. Hopefully it's done before... But he wants to know about, like, what the actual show idea is. No, I know. I know. I know I know that's what he wants. Yeah. But I don't want to tell everyone just yet. I think it's, it's a really good idea, something that we've had in our minds for a long time. It's a story that we know so, so, so well, and... The idea is that Eric and I sit at a kitchen table, <laughs> and there's microphones on it. Right. No, listen. Uh, this is our life. We think... MTV is really excited about it. They shouted us out at their Upfronts, which is the the big presentation to advertisers that all the TV networks do. And we think that there's a good place for us. We think MTV is handling things excellently. And we are very excited to move forward with this. The next question comes in from Joe Vengo. Okay. Do you think that name is made up? <clears throat> or do you think that it's his government name? Yeah, well, that's amazing. Oh, I don't know. Joe Vengo. But you know what? If it is, I'm not going to insult the guy. I'm not insulting. I think it's a great name. Yeah. Anyway, wait, he's wait, on was, was that the question? Yeah. <laughs> do you think my name is made up? Okay. Uh, all right. So Joe Vango says, 20 years from now, you guys look back. What do you want to have accomplished? Th- Where did this come in? On Twitter. Wow. That's a, that's a really like deep question. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you think? I don't know. I feel like it's an accomplishment to work with family and, you know, get along. That's good. I think that's a I think a, so if if Eric and I are still talking in 20 years, like that'd be pretty dope. I think too it's nice that we have done something that we own and are proud of to this day, and it's a different specific voice and point of view and I'm pretty proud of that as well. Um and also like on a on a totally like macro level, I think that like it'd be awesome if people credited us for bringing more fun into hip-hop and for bringing hip-hop to a different and uh wider audience you know what's funny is that we used to in meetings we would be like oh we were the first rap people to to take advantage of tumblr and we were the first rap people to take advantage of vimeo and if people today are just like what are those things yeah like what does that matter so we don't use those anymore but 20 years from now maybe we'll bring it back because it'll be cool then <laughs> jovi most curved asks do you think Twitter, that's a, I think that's a real name <laughs> yeah this is the person's government it's a beautiful name mm-hmm. jovi most curved asks what's with the curls on your forehead is your hairline receding you come at the curl god <laughs> you dare ask the curl god about why my curls fall the way they do how dare you no my hairline's not receding I went to my barber, the one that also sells gold. Yeah, and I asked them if my hairline was receding. You asked them for their professional opinion? Well, yeah, they look at hair a lot. Okay. Um, and this is before one, they fucked up my hairline. Yeah. And so, two, who knows if you can trust them? <laughs> yeah. What'd they say? Uh, he said no. Oh. So I was like, cool. Nice. Like, but that was like, that was around. It was. It was my birthday was coming up, and I was just like, man, like. I just think, just for the record, do you remember, so we've been watching, like, The Office again, just, like, you know, on TV, the American version of The Office uh, through Netflix, and do you remember in the first season when Michael Scott had his hair, like, brushed back and, like, gelled and everything? Yeah. Was not as poppin', and they realized that, and then second season, it was, like, normal. Right. Like, what, what am I gonna do? Like, brush my hair back like I'm in, like, Wall Street or something like that? I bet that was, like, an NBC decision. They were just like, yo, this guy looks too ugly. Maybe this is an MTV decision that they're like, hey, you know what, Eric? Don't brush your hair back. Leave you, it forward. You don't brush your hair back. I don't. Ashley on Snapchat mm-hmm. asks, it goes down in the DM for real? Yes. It does go down in the DM. Also, we went on Tackstones podcast many months ago. I had just joined Snapchat and I said, you know what? Let me see what this DM is really about. Let me see the power of Tackstones podcast. Right at the beginning of the of the episode, and I said. At It's the Real Eric on Snapchat, ladies, DM me, let me know what this this DM life is. And the following Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever Taxstone puts his episodes up, that morning, when people heard it, I started getting DMs. And what's the first one that I open up? Some dude from Canada points a gun at the screen and says, This is how far taxes reaches salute and he has a mask on and i was like what is this and we ran into tackstone and i was like hey thanks thanks for the wonderful experience through dm christian on snapchat okay if you look back at your time in hip-hop what event do you think can never be repeated like a feud or great show or someone's stardom etc so i guess like what's the most like crazy i mean i guess drake I, like i remember going to sobs to see drake when it was in the midst of that bidding war and seeing leor run in there and julie greenwald and and all the people from universal who listen i mean the deal was closed over there anyway but like we didn't know that that was wild like seeing all these big executives just fan out over this guy and then to see him the 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 rise that he took with his career, it's just unbelievable. See, but I would say that his rise has sort of been the same as chances. Mm, I would totally disagree, but go ahead. I mean, I guess not. I guess that chance is like a lower I—I I mean, scale version, lower stakes. Yeah, it, it, like I think Drake is just – uh, his, his he appeal like is so much bigger, yeah. but also like – it's different times. Like, Drake wanted a deal. Drake wanted to, like, operate on that bigger level. And chances just seem more, like, not organic, but, like, it, it, it's just different. He doesn't want to sign anywhere. He wants to put music out for free. And it's it just seems different to me. Anyway. Um, okay. So, I look... <laughs> what event do I think could never be repeated? Yes. Uh, I would say the MMG Press Conference. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I hope it's recreated. <laughs> yeah. But that was... Okay. So, if people don't know... That was Rick Ross sent out an invitation from two record companies. Def Jam and Warner Brothers Music. And they were like, hey, we're teaming these two record companies together. For this one day, we're making this announcement. So that's it. That's all they said. Come to whatever the hotel is in New York. Yeah. All the press, all the influencers, everyone sit down and who knows what this is going to be, right? And we we thought of all these different things it could have been. We thought Mace would sign. We thought maybe both Def Jam and Warner Brothers would distribute his next album. Because he was signed to Def Jam as a solo artist. He had his label deal over at Warner Brothers. Could have been anything, right? Could have been anything. Press gets there at, like, I don't know, 1 o'clock. Sure. In the afternoon. Yeah. The event finally begins. Like, two hours later. It was... Like, there they they were past hors d'oeuvres. There, yeah. was, there was a live stream, too. So, we didn't have to be there. But... Could have been, like, this could have been Well, yeah, but based on the invite, like, you had to be there. Right. And Leor's at the front, and he says, Hey, I need everyone who's sitting to stand up and welcome Rick Ross to let him know why he is Rick Ross and you are not. So, we all stood up, and he walked down this aisle like it was a pep rally. Like, I felt like I was back in high school, and we're applauding like idiots. Like, this is crazy. And so... Puff Daddy gives a speech, Yep, and then Rick Ross gives a speech, and he says, I got this mixtape coming out, but first, before we get into like the real news of the day, I want to bring out my man Meek Mill. Meek Mill comes down the aisle, and Meek Mill sits at the front, and he says, hey, I got a mixtape coming out, but before we get to the real news, I want to introduce my man uh, Wale. Wale comes in, says, hey, I got a mixtape coming out. But before we get into the real news, I want to introduce my man, French Montana. French Montana comes down and goes, so what's going on? And then I think one more person was also there. And Elliot Wilson was like interviewing people or whatever on the dais, asking them questions that I I don't even remember. But the big news was that Omarion had signed to Maybach Music Group and he came dancing down the aisle. He had a Nike Swish. On his head. It looked like a cheetah tail. And that it was the news. Like, it looked like the Cheetos bag was on his head. That was the news. That's it. <laughs> I would So say that, that that can probably not be duplicated like it was. No. Next question. Next question. Hattan on Twitter. How do you spell that? H-A-T-T-A-N. Maybe okay. it's Hatton, like Manhattan. Maybe. I don't know. Um, he says, was there ever a time being around rappers where you felt genuinely unsafe like shit was about to really go down? Rappers? I don't think so. Do what you? about, I mean, I guess Max B's apartment. I mean, yeah, that was sort of like ridiculous. That, that, that whole experience was ridiculous. We went up to Max B's apartment. Karen Civil invited us because she was working with him at the time. We did a sketch with him where we played Scrabble with him. His team was not excited that we were there. Really not fans of ours. Max apparently didn't know who we were. It didn't end well, but we met the business and we met Mr. Fab that night. That was fun. Uh, who was supposed to come through? Run our test, yeah, Matter world peace, yeah, and it was just a weird night. I don't know, episodes great though, everyone loved it, all right, Alien G on Snapchat, okay, asks favorite Gucci main song, okay, you want to say yours first, uh, sure, I have a few, okay, um, I would say, lemonade is the obvious choice, right, I would say, boy, I would say, photo shoot. I would say Pass Around with Wale. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Anything with Waka. I say Use Me featuring 2 chains. That's a great one. Uh, what was the other one with 50? I have to look this up. Oh, Recently featuring 50 Cent. Great song. Yeah. We were going to ask 50 why he didn't do more songs like that. Right. How about we play Who those else? songs right now? Yeah, we should. Let's just do Use Me. Okay. With 2 Chains. Gotcha.
2: courtside at All-Star, and this Juventus, my shirt covered in All-Stars, and y'all one way go watch, till you seen us when gold watch, it. and you may have a hit, bitch, but this was not the ballpark, Ow, out, out, Line more, just for the snake, boy, shoot your ass in the pieces, man, and deliver it to your front door, oh, encore, they want more of their friends now, Hell, no. got your girl, a- ass clapping, hands down, nice. With your hands out. Sitting down, I still stand out. Fro-tile. Tall nigga with jewelry on like Christmas lights on a damn house. It's me and I'm cool with it. You don't know what to do with yourself when I do it. I'm doing it fresh, born to do it. So I do it to death, climbing the steps, walking my dogs. We don't get along, I'm telling them bitch, Hit them like pie, ah. hit them like pie. Ah. Shoot up this spot and I'm leaving like ah Okay, you know I started from scratch. I go to the strip club, just to relax. I get up flat tie, I buy
1: a new car, you know it's time, but then check the roll lead. lead. Keep whining, baby. you gonna lose me. Better choose me, baby. Come choose me. So fine that I let the girl use me. But I'll never get used up, useless. Baby, 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 you, man. Baby, you, man. Baby, you, man. Baby, you
0: can use me. Baby, you, man. You can use on Twitter. Is that... luke <laughs> It's when you're afraid of Luke. Gotcha. When you guys going to get an invite to Puff's mansion? Hopefully soon. <laughs> and then he also asks, when, or better yet, when are you going to record by Puff's pool? We'll record wherever in Puff's house. He wants to record on the roof. Like, it was the bad boy... What was that music video? On the roof? What, bad Boy when for in Life. Bad Boy for Life, right? Yeah. Okay. If he wants to do that, if he wants to... Record an episode in the jail that he keeps uh, the people from making the band. Wow If he wants to Why re- I mean, I feel like why why the sound would you, wouldn't be great, but why? I feel like the vibes would. Okay, be dope. Next question.: AD2HH, which I think means addicted to hip-hop. OK? Maybe not. I don't whatever. Know. Whatever it is, yeah, he's on Twitter. Uh, always want to know your favorites. album artist, also first album purchased, first hip-hop <laughs> experience. And first concert. First album purchased. All right. So let's go through it. Uh, favorite album. Uh, Graduation, maybe, by Kanye. Uh, I would go with Biggie Ready to Die. Okay. Uh, favorite artist. I think I have to say Kanye West and Ben Folds 5. Okay. You? I would say Cameron and Biggie. Okay. Yeah. Next. Um, all right. First album purchased. Mine was <sighs> No Doubt uh tragic Tragic kingdom Kingdom. i remember when my grandparents bought me what did they buy me some cd that was like crazy oh no rod stewart that's what it was they bought you rod stewart yeah like greatest hits rod stewart greatest hits because like because because mom and dad got me a a stereo system and then grandma and grandpa bought me rod stewart it was like i you know sure sure i i don't have that to this day but anyway biggie was your love of rod stewart lives on that's it Maggie May. <laughs> yeah, um, you had doggy style before. That. I had yeah on on cassette. I had doggy style. I had the Domino single, Sweet Potato Pie, that was poppin'. Um Can uh, you talk about the first single that you bought? Well, okay. So the thing is that Dan bought Boom Shake 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 the Room. TJ Jazz Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think there was another like B side on that too. You, I felt pressured to buy something. What'd you buy? I bought Garth Brooks something no, or other. Really? I thought it was the Macarena. No, that was much later. Oh, that okay. wasn't a single. That was on a That was on a compilation CD wow. at Sam Goody. Also, anybody who wants to hang out with Jeff and do karaoke, just know, sometimes he will choose to do songs like... Well, Ruben Stuttered, Sorry 2004. I'm not mad at that one, though. I'm mad at the Macarena. Macarena. Why? I killed it. We went out to this spot uh, in Midtown and... And you really did pull out Macarena. And, and by the way, like, what did the DJ say? He was like, "Oh, it's the Spanish version." You're like, "Yeah, I know," or something like no, that. No, he right? said it's the English version, oh, okay, I got which is like, you know, it's a cop out. But <laughs> the thing is, it's a funny joke, and then you sort of realize, oh wait, this song is so long, like seven minutes of Macarena, yeah, extended cut, and no one is enjoying it. <laughs> but I think it's funny. By the way, like half of Rock Nation was there, and before you got to perform that, they left. So maybe they were better off. No, I would have gotten signed. That was on 420, by the way. Yeah, believe me, it was. Okay, the, all shout of out Ark Nation was faded. <laughs> shout out to our shout friends of that nation. Yeah. Rich Noir on Twitter okay. asks, "When will you guys admit that Lior Cohen is your father?" Well, he's not, but <laughs> he does. He does uh, own a big part of our heart. So, shout out to Lior. Also, uh, of our masters. That's right. <laughs> um, all right, Jason's vision on Twitter is back. He's back. Can you write and direct a straight-to-bootleg film about the Harlem Diplomats like Straight Outta called Immunity? Yes. Okay. Next question. Brad Maxley on Twitter asks, Best guest verse in hip-hop? Big Pimpin' Pimp C for me. I'm not mad at that answer. Actually, you want to know what's the best one? What? Snoop Dogg, Snoop Doggy Dogg on Nothing uh, But a G-Thing? Yeah. Okay. That is a great answer. I'm with that. Can we keep it at that? All right. Okay. Good question tough question tough we did question. not think about these beforehand this is just no i wrote off, it down then i was the just like i could give a shit let's go okay emily o'connor on twitter asks who are your favorite artists and best shows that you've been to outside of hip-hop and r&b genres uh i would say ben folds or ben folds five i've seen them a million times and they are a big part of my life well i'm gonna go with the best concert i've been to outside of hip-hop like honestly the best concert yeah okay okay I went to a Bobby Womack show before he passed mm, at BB King's. No, it was on the West Side at um, City Winery. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And that was amazing. Um, I was happy to have seen him. I saw I saw a concert on Governor's Island here in New York many, many, many years ago. Pearl Jam, and they brought out John Popper from Blues Traveler. Blues Traveler, Fat and John Popper. It was, yeah, the the good John Popper, and <laughs> and the rain, you know, the the skies opened up, and it started raining at, like, the perfect point. I don't know. It was just a very, it was a great concert. Um, it's a time and a place. I really enjoy going to A-track shows. Mm-hmm. That's not uh, hip-hop or R&B, I don't think. Right. Future Islands was amazing in concert. I saw them at Governor's Ball last year. Future Islands? First of all, I hated Governor's Ball. I really hated it. I was wearing all black... Long sleeves, oh, you know jeans. What? You went to... when we were down at hat. Bonnaroo. You saw while well, I saw Ben Folds Five reunite. Yeah, you saw. Ken- I went to see um, Kenny Rogers and Lionel Richie came out. Yeah, that's pretty great. That was pretty awesome. Diancarlo Chin, yeah, who came over here because he was in town for a Charles Hamilton concert that never happened. So we invited him over, and he was on the podcast. Go check that out. Yeah. My question to you guys is: What made you guys want to start a podcast? well our agents said let's put you on a on a platform that allows you to be seen regularly and we said okay well when I th- when we when we first did it back in 2010 I think it felt like exciting like it was like oh like we're part of this wave and by the way truth be told that was Jensen's idea Jensen was like do you want to do a podcast and we said sure yeah now by the way logistics of doing a podcast back in 2010 versus doing it in 2015 2016 way different way different way easier yeah I don't want to sound like super old but it's just like one of those things where you're walking uphill both ways and did anyone ever say that we are the first rap people on tumblr or vimeo yeah. Because I'd like to say that right now. We were the first rap people on archive.org posting a uh, a, podcast that oh, then had to be streamed through Tumblr sa- Jeff, to go to iTunes. Like, it sounds so worst. old right now. The worst. Okay. Queso Chris, which in Spanish is Cheese Chris. Cheese Chris. Uh, why do you guys cock your hats to the side the way they do? You come at the curl god? <laughs> Nikki Jaggerman on Twitter says... I stop by the kitchen in my office a lot, but I don't want anyone to think I'm eating too many snacks. What should I do? First of all, shout out to Nikki yeah, and Nikki sh- the best. And shout out to them, Jeans, Jason Stewart. They have a podcast together called Tall, Tall Tales. Tales because Jason is a humongous human being. Yeah, he's what, like six foot eight or something? I don't know. He's like twelve foot nine. Yeah. He's a giant of a of a man. A wonderful human being, so is Nikki. Shout out to them. Go listen to Tall Tales. But wait, what's her question again? I stop by the kitchen in my office a lot, but I don't want anyone to think I'm eating too many snacks. What should I do? I think she should just bring her computer in there and work from the kitchen. That way, people won't think anything is weird. She just stays there all the time. That's what she should do. I say that she camouflages herself. Go on. And dresses up like a refrigerator. <laughs> That's a great idea. That'd be so normal in her office. Sort of. Like, if you think about it. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. If she, All right. So Nikki's a refrigerator, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. All right. This next question comes from me. I'm sitting here. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> what is your favorite ad lib in hip hop? I mean, ugh, I don't know. The, the first one that comes to mind is Juicy J when he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that one. What? What's yours? Mine is "yuh" yeah, by uh by, by Trouble. Trouble. Yeah, Trouble's the one who came up with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. "Yuh, yeah. 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 That's pretty good. We well, used to do it more like a "yuh," yeah, like "yuh." Yeah. No, it's like "yuh, yeah. yuh, yeah. yuh, yeah. yuh, yeah. yuh, yuh." Yeah, yeah. Notorious Lord from the Poor People's Pod. Says, do you guys think Biggie would be the legend he is if he was still alive or this generation would ish on him, too? I, I mean, look, I- in general, I don't like to, like, sort of think about these questions because it, it's like, what does it matter? But this is the whole point of this podcast, right? Yeah. What so, about yes, these questions. I, I think yeah, <laughs> I think that I think that he would be as big. I think that I think that they were so on the nose and they were just they were hitting right at at the center of culture, and I think he would be really big. And you know what? People probably would shit on him, but I don't think that would have mattered. Kendrick Lamar, there are people who don't like him and who shit on him and are like, oh, he's overrated, but, like, the vast majority of people are like, oh, well, I respect his talent and – or, like, they love him and – you know, whatever. Same with Drake. Same with Kanye. Same with all these other people. How about Jay Z? People shit on Jay Z. Yeah, people shit on him for no reason. And the funniest thing, and look, I'm not a title subscriber. I, I don't use it. I I used it one time. I forget what I was watching, but I, honestly, it was it was during like a free trial. So I don't actively use it. I don't actively use any streaming service. I should, but I don't. But people shit on title just because they're like, Well, he's wealthy and successful and and it has to be a subpar product, right? And by the way, so many people recently have turned around and been like, Oh, you know what, title's not so bad. So, whatever. Maybe Biggie would have owned some business and people would have shit on that as well. But whatever well, I think Puffy probably would have owned said business. Biggie would have worked for Puff. Okay. Moses Garnett 94 on Snapchat says, can you bring back Summer Jam parking lots got talent? Miss Info brought us down to Summer Jam to film around the parking lot. We were doing interviews as well. Nipsey Hussle and Mac Wilds and, and different people. And then we did a segment called Summer Jam parking lots got talent. And it really was pretty amazing to see all the different people out there. And if you get a chance to look it up on YouTube, people should. Will we do it again? Never know. Well, you never know. It's it's tough because misinfo is not there anymore. Yeah, beyond that, beyond that, you never know. Nikki Stewart on Twitter says, "Who are your mentors getting into the industry?" That's a really good question, and it's something that I think about a bunch because we actually didn't have mentors going into this industry, which is unfortunate on some level, but also it is what it is. You don't always have someone to teach you all the the ways to go about things. Our history is, is a little interesting in that we started this on our own. Um, you know, I came out of working with Kanye West. Uh, I was I worked on music videos and, and documentaries and feature films, and I had mentors in, in those lanes, but no one ever, you know, taught us how to do something new. Jeff was working at HBO. I guess the closest thing to mentors could have been like the people you were working with on sketches, right? Yeah, but they didn't really have any applicable knowledge to this. Right. So when we did it, it was just, you know, it was us doing what we wanted to do and putting it out there. And if people liked it, people liked it. And luckily they did. And I think that we're stubborn and we are focused and we just did it our way. It's not like anybody was giving us guidelines to how this road would, you know, would end up. Right. Right. I think like. There were friends that we picked up along the way that... For sure. That I think we would have run things by. Yeah. So, you know, close friends of ours who have really supported us in terms of, like, saying, keep going and I like what you're doing. Marcia St. Hubert, Todd Moskowitz, Joey IE, different people who uh, along the years were like, this is really... Right. Like, I would say that that all those three people... Are super valuable but the thing is that they came in much later than like we had already been established at that point right but the fact that they they did that had been like year three yeah yeah but and by the way miss info and no i mean like there's just a lot of people who have played a part elliot wilson reaching out super early it meant a lot it meant a lot Um, just blaze yeah there's a lot of a lot of people who really played a big part in in saying look don't stop yeah, I think we like didn't. the first thing that ever happened was Green Lantern came up to us uh-huh. at SOBs and was like, Hey and this is like a Wale show, this is probably like two thousand and eight, maybe it was that early? You no, know, I would say two thousand and eight. And yeah, he said, What you're doing is very valuable to the culture. And that was all the energy that we needed. We were like, God damn, let's keep going. Yeah. And that meant the to world to us. We never had people who were properly mentors, but I think that it was always like a respect for everybody around us instead of just one person. And I think that to have people established in this game who respected what we did meant a great deal to us. But I think like in terms of other people, I think that mentors are, are super valuable. I sort of wish that we had them. Like and and I would happily mentor like somebody else. Right. Like, it's just, well, like... I think I think we try to. Yeah. Mike McKenzie on Facebook says, Shouldn't Bad Boy reconsider not including the band in the twentieth anniversary tour? Okay. As you said earlier, you think that they are living in a jail in Puff's mansion. <laughs> Which I think is going to cost us a chance at interviewing Puff at his mansion. No, but, I, don't okay. think that, I don't think that it would inhibit us from having Puff on. I think it would inhibit us from having to band on oh because God. they're in the jail. Oh, my God. Here's my thing. I don't care that the band is not there. I, I went for Total and 112 and Mace and, and Black Rob. Get, but then you get Faith Evans and you get, like, all these people. No, and I went get, for all of them. Yeah. What I did not... Want to see was the band. <laughs> I don't care about any of them. Name them. With all due respect. Dylon, Dailon, 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 Dailon. Only hip hop facts. The uh, hip hop f- facts. facts. Twitter. Twitter. Well, there's a bunch of them. Okay. But they, they're they the say? ones that actually support us, which is nice. They what, credit us. What'd they say? Um, they said, questions for the podcast. How many follow-up emails do you send before giving up? It depends if it's somebody we know, we don't give up. If it's somebody we don't know, then I don't mind being annoying, and uh, maybe we don't give up there either. A lot. <laughs> we send a lot of emails. Next question. Um, no, I think that, like, you know, if you look at our text messages with uh, like people like Jadakiss, if you look at our text messages with people like... Um, currency. Currency, like... These guys are slow to respond, but every time that we see them, they're the ones that are asking us, when are we making this thing happen? I think it's sort of understood on a certain level that unless someone says no right away, like, it's always an option. So just don't stop, stay focused, and keep going. Right, so, like, Jadakiss has a non-iPhone, and so my my text messages with him are all green on my side, and then every once in a while, he'll text back, like, a, a white thing that says, like, I just seen Charmaine, and I'm like, who's Charmaine? And then I go and I say, "Can we make this thing happen?" And then he ignores it. Only Hip Hop Facts wants to know who is the most famous number or email you have in your phone. I would say the most famous number in my phone is probably Chrissy Teigen. I mean, I don't know. We have a we Doesn't have a whole matter. bunch of people. Yeah, I, I guess Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, Rayon XK1 on Twitter says. Ryu, Ken, or Akuma. So is this a Street Fighter reference? Yeah, but I don't know who Akuma is. Me neither. I'm going to say Ryu and... And keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah, Ryu for sure. That like, you know, red uh, bandana combo. <laughs> uh-huh. looking yeah. Looking dope. Bring that back for the 2016. Nice fit. Yeah. King Rail on Twitter says, Has a guest ever got hella mad from all the jokes you guys crack during an interview? Yes. Who? Yellow Wolf. Oh, just talking any interview I or guess this so. podcast? Well, the podcast probably not. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, pod- Yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf got very mad because of the jokes that we said to him in person. Next question. Asking for a friend on Twitter says, "Have you ever finished an interview with well that didn't go as planned?" So a couple years ago, we signed to the management company Atom Factory, which was made famous by Lady Gaga, and they represented people like John Legend and Megan Trainor and Lindsay Sterling, and they you know had people just a, a lot of a lot of famous people there they brought us in we felt really good about the situation early on in our tenure there we were asked to do interviews like we had done for MTV.com for a red carpet situation for the premiere of Annie you know we've we've interviewed a bunch of people over the years listen stevie wonder Questlove, love. Rick Ross, Jada Kiss, name them 'em. We've interviewed them. Yeah. So the way that we do it is that Eric and I will write a bunch of questions each, uh specifically for every single person that we are that we might encounter. Just yeah. Anyone who could be there, we're gonna be prepared. And we got AKA's for everybody. Yep. Will Smith, Cameron Diaz. Whoever's in this movie, Jay-Z, produced it. Right. We had questions for Ty-Ty, and that's not even a joke. We were ready in case he walked down the red carpet to interview him. Right. So uh, we are positioned at the very end of the carpet. We are the last people Ugh. right before the door for like the movie theater. As our friend Sam Berger says, the easiest place to skip. <laughs> yeah. And like we're there on behalf of uh, a water company. That Adam Factory was representing. It was called Pop Water. Right. And the reason that we're doing this, by the way, like, we didn't want to do interviews. No. We, we were like, this is a, a point in our career where we can move on and do other things. We're right. ready to sell a TV show, on and on. But we were like, all right, you want to know what? Team if, players. Yeah. If Adam Factory wants to do it because they have an investment in this, like, water brand, like, sure, we will do it. We will hold the water in the shot. All that. We are on board. On brand. On brand. And uh, so literally no one wanted to talk to us. They they saw Angie Martinez. We said hi to Angie at the beginning and saw where she was positioned. And we were like, oh, there's there's no way. No. So they they did extra. They did. There were about 40 people in between us and Angie. They did all of them, all of them. And then they saw us in our rinky dink camera and kept it moving, kept it moving. And so they were like, we can jump in the Ziegfeld Theater like real quick. No problem. No one wants to talk to us. The only person that would Was not a person Because our cameraman Goes hey I lined up an interview With the dog and we're so like, if you've seen the movie Annie The original The new one Whatever You know that there's adults There's kids playing orphans And there's a fucking dog <laughs> Played by a dog. A real dog. Yeah. Named Sandy. And so, you know, it's a really cramped red carpet. Well, for the reporters or for the interviewers, whatever. Yeah. It's just like a million people were at the very, very, very end. And so finally this stupid dog comes over. Like, like which we said no to. The by camera way. guy was like, Do you want to interview the dog? We said, fuck no. Yeah. We interview Stevie Wonder. We don't interview canines. <laughs> and and so the two handlers climb behind i'm so mad right now our cameraman and the way that it works is that the dog <laughs> the way that it normally works when interviewing a dog yeah is that these people will clap in the in the hindsight of the in the eyesight of the dog for it to like respond yeah and it will like bark it'll bark when you clap but the thing is that because it's so cramped, these two handlers couldn't crouch down low enough to see when we were done talking. By the way, I would just like this to be on the record. We did not prepare any questions for the dog. No. It wasn't like we were like, oh, yeah, of course, the dog is going to walk the red carpet. There was no way we but planned. Even if the dog was to walk the red carpet, what could we possibly say I don't to know. a dog? I'm sure that we took questions for like... You know, some random actor that we planned for, and gave it to this dog, and and what were we met with? The people couldn't see when we were done talking, and so they would clap sort of indiscriminately, which meant the dog was barking in the middle of our questions. So it's just like, you know, uh, yo, what up? It's Eric, aka rough, rough. Yeah, uh, Jeff is uh, yo, what up? Is the orf, orf. it's just like. All that. It was it was, honestly, honestly it you, the most demeaning, <laughs> it horrible really was. experience. It was just the most awful thing ever. So we immediately texted our management. You know, we were like, this footage never gets out. Never. Never sees the light of day. Both of us, I think we were starving. Yeah, I know I, I had a headache. Um, we couldn't leave there fast enough. And we walked home. We walked the 40 blocks home. In such a haze. Just like, what have we done with our careers that we're interviewing a dog? A very uncooperative dog. Or, yeah, sorry, trying to interview a dog. Yeah, fuck that dog. First of all, I don't even like dogs. We never had dogs growing up. Never had any pets growing up. And now we're... Uh, it, it was just... It was horrific. Luckily, the footage never never came out. We are no longer with Adam Factory. No, fuck dogs. Shout-outs to friends at work are efficient and strategic and well-meaning company that represents us. And uh, that was the worst interview we've been through. The only dog I want to talk to is DMX. I knew you were going to say that. Fine. The only dog I want to talk to is Megan Trainer. Wow. (laughs) Uncle Justin Nine asks on Twitter, Did you ever recover from your phenomenal haircut? And when will you be going back? I believe that's to you, Jeff. Yeah. So I had... An awful haircut experience, two awful haircut experiences, actually, back-to-back, where this guy, I would say, like, hey, I want the same thing I've always gotten forever. Just do this. Just short on the sides and the back. Keep it long on top. Yeah. My guy was like, you want to know what? I appreciate what you're saying, but I'm not going to follow it to the letter of the law, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to fuck you up, fam. And he literally he did his job. He sent me to the military. Like I looked like I was you could have put across my head and gotten a whole lot ice cream. My head looked like sandpaper. And your hair today? it's back. It's back. Jeff is back. Yeah. But the thing is that I, I, I look in the mirror, and that never goes away. Really? I still look like Dimitri. No. I see Dimitri in my eyes. Your hair looks... I look like I'm ready to go to a Russian club, and it's... I look like I'm about to pay $40 for coffee. No. I look like I'm about to head into... You look like you're exaggerating a little <laughs> bit, Jeff. Your hair's grown back, and I'm... You, now, the bigger question is, are you going to go back? I don't know. Yeah, see? Attachment. Well, the thing is that it's very convenient. Loyalty, yeah. <laughs> As long as I don't get that person, and if I like hold their scissors and I'm just like, hey, that and listen here, <laughs> would you buy gold from there? That's the real question. I would definitely buy gold. All right. Their gold selection is amazing. What else we got? All right, these next few questions come from mom. Shout out to mom on Snapchat. She's not on Snapchat. What favorite book currently on your shelf would you like to read again and why? We have so many books in our place, we've read a lot of books collectively. I do have some that I haven't finished yet. I'm in the middle of The President's Club, which you have read. Yeah, great book, which is about like presidents and their relationships with other presidents. Like presidents of the United States. Yeah. Through the years. Started out with uh, Truman, and then it's gone on since there. I started it in jury duty. I have not finished it yet. I tried reading some last night, and I was just like, I'm way too tired. It's way too hot outside. Books that I have sitting on my nightstand, which I, I have to finish and I haven't. David Axelrod's book, Believer, Judd Apatow's book, Sick in the Head, obviously The President's Club, books I would read again, Just Ballin', which is about the 99-2000 New York Knicks written by Frank Isola and Mike Wise, great book, like one of my favorite teams ever, that's the Latrell Sprewell era, Jeff Van Gundy, Patrick Ewing's Last Stand, Marcus Larry Canby, Johnson. Larry Johnson, amazing. Right. The Malagro beanfield War, I would read again. That's partially based on our Uncle Paul. Shout-outs to our cousins. And uh, The Prince of Providence is an excellent book by Mike Stanton. Isn't it's it a, about, like, crooked politicians? It is about crooked politicians in Rhode Island. Yeah, Mayor Buddy Cianci, who recently died, actually. Great book, The Prince of Providence, written by Mike Stanton. Uh, so my thing is that... I have read a lot of books. The thing is, I use a New York City public library, and so I don't actually don't have that many books on my bookshelf um, because I am a I'm a huge advocate for libraries and also not paying money for books that I will only read once. Well, no, you that's not true. You paid a little bit of money. I paid a quarter for not returning my. Why are you selling the? You out like this? criminal. Yeah. You. They let criminals like you out in the street. Um, I enjoy the stories of John Cheever a lot. I enjoyed the uh, the Coates book um, Between the World and Me. That was an incredible book. I, also, I recommend that everybody read that book. Can we also shout out our friend Dan Charnas who wrote basically the Bible of hip hop and it's, business? Yeah, yeah. It's called The Big Payback, and people should absolutely read this. I know he has a new book out too about cooking. I think it's called Work, something like that. Anyway, Dan Charnas, go check that out. So you know what book I feel like everybody should read? What The Sixth Extinction by Elizabeth Colbert. And she like usually writes for The New Yorker. This was about how every single species is dying oh, on this great earth. Uplifting material. But it's written so well. Like it, it it makes you know like you know that everything's about to end, but at least it's a good book. I don't know. I like I like reading uh nonfiction and that was a great nonfiction book. Cool. Yeah. All right, what place have you visited on your travels, geographic, scenic, culture, or whatever, has stayed with you the most, and why did it affect you as it did? I could say, like, south of the border, (laughs) uh, along I-95, somewhere between the North and South Carolina state lines. My mom was going to kill you. I know. Uh, Um, No, it's probably probably not that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it should be said that, so we used to go on these road trips— um, The five of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom, would, dad, Dan, Jeff, and myself. And we would drive like everywhere. We'd go to see Civil War battle sites. We would go to we New went to, Orleans. Yeah, we we did all through the Deep South. We did, and we would go see our grandparents down in Florida. We would go to Washington to see our cousins. Right. Washington, D.C. We would and go up to. And you take out of all of that some shitty Mexican-like... Firework stand. Yeah. 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 Where Only because we tried so hard to stop there every time. And Dad because would they be have, like... Okay, so if you've ever been to I-95 up and down, either to transport drugs or to... Or to visit your grandparents. <laughs> visit your grandparents in Florida. Um, they have these billboards... Forever. Every, yeah, every, like, you know, five miles, maybe. <laughs> and it's just, like, some dumb pun about how Pedro, this... Mexican... Yeah, this offensive character <laughs> with a giant sombrero is gonna like sell you some snow globes with mexican snow in them yeah right all right anyway we stopped there finally one time and dad was like if you're not back in five minutes i will leave without you yeah and anyway great experience (laughs) uh if if i learn anything from that if i can be a mentor for a second it's stick to itiveness it is persistence Mm -hmm. it is follow through yeah don't stop sending those emails south of the border anyway you've you've traveled uh I would say Yellowstone. Okay, just like seeing the glory of America in its natural form. <laughs> you well, you went there, and I went there with Dan, our brother, yeah. and you guys did not have cell service for a lot of it. Yeah, you hiked. Sort of like, yeah. You you saw what uh, buffaloes and I saw buffaloes. You I see bear? bears. Yeah, I I hit up um, Nike saying like, hey, I'm going to this trip and if they could provide me with hiking boots which mm-hmm. i'm literally gonna wear them once for this trip and then that's gonna be it right and i put that on instagram just thanking them for giving me these shoes and this guy hit me up and his name is nathan hankins and his uh girlfriend at the time uh now wife yes uh danielle, danielle. Right. um and they were like hey um, we want to take you out like for a drink. We live right by They were they were fans of our work. They reached out and they said, Hey, can we take you out for a drink? And I asked Dan, and Dan was like, Well, are they crazy? And I said, I looked at this guy's Facebook. He doesn't seem crazy. <laughs> but they do live near Yellowstone or near um Grand Tetons. And we went out for a drink with them, and that drink turned into like a two hour hangout. They were amazing people. Not only did they happily like meet up with us and like give us sort of the lay of the land but they also provided us with this goodie bag of bear spray Mm -hmm. they gave us toilet paper in case we got lost they gave us like um maybe like cliff bars Like it was just like the nicest how nice is that the nicest you're hiking yeah you see all these different animals it's also the weirdest place i've ever been recognized well talk about that so dan and i are walking this like very minor trail and we get to this rock, and there's, like, a giant boulder. And these this family of, like, 30 people is taking pictures on top of this rock. And we're just, like, waiting to go by, and we're just being, like, nice about, you know, not sort of, like, walking through them. And this guy comes over. He's probably, like, my age. He comes over, and he says... Excuse me, do you run the Twitter account for It's The Real? And I said, Well, I run a lot of things for It's The Real. And um turns out he lived in Brooklyn, he and his uh, fiance. But, like, you're in the middle of nowhere with no, no service. Surfers. Yeah. And he recognizes you and, and says what's up. Yeah. Uh, when you have free time, what is your favorite place to wander in New York? I like to wander the Metropolitan Museum of Art. I like to wander... You know Central Park is nice. Also a benefit to our schedule is that we don't work nine to fives, so we're able to enjoy it during the day when there's not a lot of people there. Riverside Park is also nice. What about you? Central Park is just like it's so close, mm-hmm. and there are parts of it that I really enjoy that nobody really goes to, like the North Woods. I'll tell you where I don't like to wander. yeah Times Square. I hate Times Square I also but that's not my least favorite street in New York. What is your least favorite? Oh, I know what it is. My least favorite street in New York is... 57th Street. 59th Street, which is oh, Central right. Park South right, right. because they have the horses there. And it's not like I don't like horses. I just don't like the smell of shit. And I also don't like... What well, do you actively like horses? I'm Are not you like, like, yeah, you know, giddy colonies, up. yeah. Woo! Um, no, I don't like 59th Street because of a few reasons. Tourists move super slow. Right, right. And they move especially slow when they're checking out horses and watching out for shit. Horse shit, really. you Not human shit. You are just reckless. You're just like, if there's shit, I'll walk through it. <laughs> yeah, t- shouts to Nike for the hiking boots. That's right. Next question. What is your TV guilty pleasure? Let's be honest. Oh, no. Like, this Let's might be, be the most, This might be the most embarrassing question. Not even like the worst interview one. I love Gold Rush. Dan uh, and I both love Gold Rush. Yeah, I can't watch it anymore. Why not? It's not offensive. It's No, just, it's just it's so stupid. Why is it stupid? I don't understand the competition. It, well, it's not necessarily a competition. It's more competition against themselves. They're like, oh, like you have to get some more gold yeah, yeah. for the end of the season no. to beat this young kid. Listen. I'm just like, I don't... Listen, I... You know, it's not like I'm like a huge, you know, gearhead or something like that. But I do love the idea that these guys are, you know, there's something about getting the elements out of the ground. And there's value in that. And they're using these giant machines. And uh, I I don't know. I I just I like like a five year old. What is your what is your guilty pleasure there? Grown up. What Uh, what grown up things do you watch that are guilty pleasures, Jeff? (laughs) Talk about it. Meet the press. That no, stop it. What do you really watch on? McLaughlin. Group? What are you really watching, Jeff? I would say the worst thing. Well, the worst thing yeah, I'm currently go ahead, watching, Jeff. What are you? What are you watching? Worst thing I'm currently watching are reruns of Jersey Shore on Hulu Plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, not, not even watching it for the first time. Like, some of this shit is just dated. But, but I will. Some say, of, it they, of it is dated. All of it is. I will say. But I've been watching. For that- anybody who watches Jersey Shore out there. <laughs> Anybody who watched Jersey Shore, That's a better thing. at any point, yeah, the situation, Mike yeah. Sorrentino looks way better now than he did back then. He was such a hateable person. Now you watch... And you're like, if you watch him in the background, yeah. not such a hateable. It's sort of like funny, and he gets it. That's another thing. Clearly, by season three, he understands that this is a TV show. He's there for entertainment, and he's like hamming oh, I think it he up. He came in. He came in with all of it. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. I mean, if you're going to say I'm the situation, of course you know. Right. I think that it's embarrassing how many Jersey Shore episodes I watched yesterday morning. <laughs> I, I signed up for Hulu. Yesterday morning? Yesterday afternoon? i don't know evening like i literally watched i think i watched nine hours of jersey shore yesterday that's a lot that's like that's like that's like gross hopefully mom's not listening (laughs) what's any more questions from mom or can we move on to other people who are on to other people but i just want to finish up this thing which is say the worst thing i've ever watched was celebrity apprentice that yeah that in retrospect really bad I mean, it was really bad at the time. We but knew now it was really like, bad. We hate-watched it. Yeah, we watched it because we were just like, this is the stupidest thing that I've ever seen. You know what else we watched? Just but also, like, it's, like, hilarious watching Latoya Jackson try and figure out a computer. Or, like, Rod Blagojevich uh, being, like... It really is embarrassing. How do you work email? And then having to deal with people like, I don't know, uh, Meatloaf. It, but also, like... Like, it's, like, fan fiction. Uh, I like that. We hated Trump and hate Trump still. Yeah. But, like, we would watch it back then knowing that there were no rules to this game yeah it's just like Like, you talk about if you think that that gold rush is an embarrassment of like ridiculousness this is the worst celebrity apprentice (laughs) but let me tell you why it's amazing right yeah like say you took mushrooms (laughs) okay and you were like joan rivers and dennis rodman open up a pizza place gilbert Gottfried, yeah like who would make a better pizza? Or something. Johnny Damon, like some like fallen model. You know, what's, some horrible. You know what's crazy today? No name. Are the people from it's, Bolivia? When you see that Johnny Damon endorses Trump, and it's just like, wh- what? What are we talking about? Like, why is that of any importance anyway? Yeah, like I think that's what's that. What was nice about that show? Now we're on to Mike D, who is a uh, fan, longtime fan. Longtime fan of it's the real. Uh, he's from New Mexico. Shouts to him. Yep. He says, I'd love to hear more about the day-to-day stuff. How does this all get done? How much editing does a typical podcast take? Do y'all video everything? How often do you travel? When you worked for MTV, what was that like? Is the writing all freelance? Or do y'all have any contracts other than the show? Advice for pitching articles. Thanks for all the years. Oh my of God. Stuff. It's, it's like he saved all of these questions <laughs> over the years, and now he's asking them all at once. Can we take them just one by one? Day-to-day stuff. Day-to-day stuff. We've been writing... Uh, this is a really busy season for us. Let's say we're juggling. I'd say four different four things. different things at the at this very moment. So let's just go through them. Yep, we're doing this podcast. Um, yeah, so that entails booking it, right? Taping it. We actually do all the audio and then fixing the audio if someone stays away from the microphone right. and then editing certain things and all that. Is on us. Well, actually, let me go back to what Fraser Kroll asked before, uh-huh. which he was like, "How come the guests aren't getting any better?" And maybe that's like he wants bigger name guests um, or guests specifically that he knows. I don't have a problem with people who have fascinating stories who maybe most people don't know. I enjoy people whose stories have not been told. I enjoy having fun with people. Who are like Jay Z is not gonna be the most fun interview I would ever have. Right, but you know but what the people around him are more fun. Of course. And look out for those. Yeah. For us, booking is an interesting thing. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. You'd be surprised when people reach out to us and we get a Mike Posner. And sometimes we make something happen and and it doesn't work out. And sometimes Right. People... There are also episodes that we've that we've recorded and never put out. Right. All that to say booking is an is a is a big long annoying process and we do that in addition we are filming our podcast now we sold our podcast to a netflix type competitor called full screen and we're going to be debuting those episodes very soon we've been recording those and that's separate from just the audio thing but soon they're going to interlock right. and you'll be able to get them on iTunes and Google Play and SoundCloud, as well as this app where, like Netflix, they have licensed movies and licensed TV shows and original content like this. So the cool thing is that Fullscreen has come into our apartment and they're going to film it like Wayne's World. Right. We're doing that. We're writing the TV show. We've already talked about that. Well, I mean, we, we we can talk more about that in that writing it is not an easy process. No. The way it works is that, like... You have to get a storyline first, then you have to expand on that, and then you have to actually write the dialogue and the action and everything between the two of us, and we have our showrunners, and we have our production company, and we have another production company, and you have MTV, and everyone's sort of like trying to make it all work and get it onto TV. So we've gone through a long writing process, and that's and you have deadlines, and that's been a lot. Yeah. In addition to that, we're putting together our mixtape. So we're not going to tell you the name or the guests or the tracks or anything about that yet. But, but we soon. do have a lot of tracks, and we do have a lot of guests, and we do have a name. And so, like, <laughs> but putting all that together and even recording it. Shouts like, to Greg Mayo, by the way. Greg yeah. Mayo he's at Greg P- Mayo Music. He's our best friend. He's also our producer. He, yeah, and and if anyone likes "Suns Out, Guns Out" at the beginning and the end of this podcast, you know that's produced by Greg. There's no sample there. That's original. We just made it sound like a sample, so it's hot. That has Freeway on it. Go check that out on SoundCloud. And so, yeah. So, what do we do when we do that? We go up to Greg's studio up in Westchester. Yeah. We write. We record. We re-record. We bring yeah, in... Yeah, like, especially me. Like, I re-record everything a million times. Jeff's like Kanye in that he's not settled on his f- lyrics until we put it out. And then, even then, he's he might not be happy well, with it. Well, somebody asked, like, who's a better rapper, you or Eric? And I would say, you're a better rapper... I can rap other people's lyrics very well. Myself, I I can't I don't have the confidence. I, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I I like both of our stuff. I think this new mixtape is going to be pretty great. I like yeah. it a lot. I like it a lot. I think it's really good. A lot of people that we played it for think it's really good. I'm also very self-critical. Yeah, but um, so anyway, we're right now with that, we're in the mixing and mastering phase. We're getting our features back. We're doing we're planning the rollout so that's a lot of work. And then we even we came up with a book idea recently. Yeah, our, we we sent it to our management. We were just like, hey, like, here's a funny book idea that we should do not a funny book idea. No, it's a, book it's idea. a good a good book idea. And they were like, You're working on a ton of other things. Please do not email us about a book idea.
1: <laughs> also, Leave us
0: alone. Leo, we I swear to God, we're working all the time. Like it's it's wild. We haven't it's not like we're going on vacation. It's not like we're taking a break. We're really Every day we're working, and when we're not working, we're going out, and we're we're even DJing things. Soon we're going to be booking DJ gigs. We got a lot of stuff going on. We just had our place basically remodeled by full screen, which is nice. So a lot of exciting stuff coming along, and, uh, and we will keep everyone in the know. Okay, so now here's a lightning round to close things out. Oh, man. <clears throat> this is for, also from Mike D on Snapchat. Okay. He says best Rockefeller song. Oh
1: right. man, I would
0: say my favorite one would be Champions. Um, okay. Oh, you know what's an underrated one? Hold on, you keep talking. Because I would listen to that like all the time while um while walking around Boston. When you I, went like, to school there. Yeah, yeah, I would say that was probably my favorite like moment of listening to a Rockefeller song. I would also say like Reservoir Dogs. I would all say one nine hundred hustler I'm gonna give a little like left field one as one, okay, as one, which that's is a good one of uh, we're saying like like posse tracks right, yeah, yeah, yeah Memphis bleak, beanie Siegel freeway, who else is on there, young Chris and rel, I think, um oh both the young guns, Petey crack, just great posse track, yeah, um I also love I love uh do my with memph bleak and uh jay i love about what we do get my mind right what we do freeway jay-z beanie Siegel. i love man we're just gonna name all of them we should probably move on to the next okay best cameron song suck it or not Uh, featuring lil wayne that's a really good one Uh, also um down and out featuring kanye produced by kanye oh you know what song i really really love what's that oh fuck what's the name Oh, what's the one with Lil Flip? That, that's what I'm talking about. Bust your guns. Yo, okay. Camera on, Lil Flip. Yeah. That was on a Cutmaster C mixtape mm-hmm. like years ago. That is my absolute favorite. But the thing is, that song never came out in full that I can find. Well, like, let's play the version that we have. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. I like the way it's going down, y'all. Down, y'all. You heard me? Heard me? We set. gonna keep the dips at dip KILL O! Kill imagine, imagine that I'm in the black on black Cadillac From Daddy, I'm the Mac. cheese. Wow. Asthma tax, Screen plasma flat, cataracts. I'm with Carrie, used to cater, and as you carry tax. And we live for the ruckus Kids kissing some suckers. I still live with your mother. Momma. In the crib with your brother. Momma. In the crib with your baby. baby. Where's your baby you mother? With me. Swallowing my babies. Damn baby gutter. gutter. Old oh, brother. We love Timmy's 80, 80 hours I treat chicks like turkeys, you know. Glazing stuff 80 rubbers. I'm like it. Maybe gutter. Lover. Nah, I might pimp, maybe slutter Mercedes butter, interior gravy Baby, exterior navy lady Oh yeah, you better stay in cover Cause I'm the best and it. Let's admit it, Checks and digits, I put forgets and fittings mom, my sex explicit Yes, I rap and get it, text I spit it Clap it, don't back at home Stacks I'm on, grab the clone. blast I'm uh-huh. on But your pistols in the air two times, nigga
2: If you live in what you rap in your rhymes, nigga Everybody wanna be pockin' till they really get shot. You claim you running the block, but I heard you runnin' with cops. Homie from Houston to Harlem. I'm used to the and when rap cats run they mouth. That's when I usually revolve and fuck up publicity stunt. i fuck you up for free. Best
0: New York spot to for tourists and good, that non-tourists? That's two separate by. questions. <laughs> the best place? I wish tourists would go to? Uh-huh. Away. <laughs> <laughs> uh Now, where should people go in New York. Man, I don't want to blow up... I don't want to blow up the best spots. But, you but know Whatever. What? You want to know what? Go to Pasquale Jones... Yeah, go on, to... Um, yeah. Uh, in, in what is that, like, Soho or Nolita? In Nolita. Yeah, go to, it's a great restaurant. Go to Rocket Pig near the High Line. Yeah. You want the best sandwich in New York? Go to Rocket Pig. You know who was at Pasquale Jones the other day? Who? Lior. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on Snapchat. Uh, where else? Uh, I mean, look. Here's a guilty pleasure place of mine. And you can call it the... You can call it like the commercial version of what really is good. But I like Vanessa's dumplings. Sue me. Okay. Don't. What, don't Sue me. Don't, Sue me. Yeah. Uh, That's like when taxes shoot me. I'm just like, what are you doing? There's a lot of good spots to go um, to. Okay. I would say if you want to be a tourist and you're coming to New York City, don't ask us. Ask Phil Chang. <laughs> Phil Chang knows where to go. Also, go back and listen to that Star Wars episode with, with Phil Chang and Just Blaze. Talk to him. Talk to David Cho. Although David Cho is just going to tell you to go on, like, um, what did he just recently tell me? He says, Peach? I asked, yeah, no. I, yeah, I asked Cho for a restaurant recommendation and he literally pointed me to Eater. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to David Cho. We just went to a good ramen spot on Allen Street. I don't remember the name, but if you, somebody wants to look up the name on Allen Street, it's really good. Our friend Waz just went there, too. Eater.com. Eater.com. That's where Tori should go. Um, okay. Mike D also asks, I have a wedding coming up. Do I do a playlist in order or on shuffle mode? Is it his wedding? Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations to Mike D. Um, I would say do it in order if you can. Oh, I, I would go shuffle. So we're not answering. You Why know. do you think shuffle? Well, I think there's some sort of nice surprise there for him. Yes. If he's the one who makes the playlist, like obviously, like there'll be a little bit of surprise there. Yeah, but, like, what if it's, remember when we did that, um, the Irving Plaza, um, the Versus party? Yeah. And we literally were just, like, we were cutting all these things No, yeah, we, but he's not going to DJ his own party. Well, I think that's what he's asking. He's DJing his own party? No, but, like, we cut it to the beat. Like, we did it correctly. Yeah. If you just do it on Spotify, you're going to let one song blend into the next, blend into the next. Right. So if he's actively going to go up there and aux cord DJ, Spotify DJ... Yeah, you don't know what? Just do shuffle. Yeah. It's like a lot of work. Let it, let it rock. Okay. Uh, what is one song that has to be on the playlist? Here's one song that should not be on your playlist at your wedding. Freebird. A couple years ago, Mayo played our good friend Gabe's wedding, and Gabe wanted to sing one song at his wedding, and that song was free bird free bird which is the opposite of settling down it's just like what do you don't don't have that at your at your wedding i would say the cupid shuffle (laughs) macarena cupid shuffle is a subpar version of um what's a what's the actual one yeah uh before i let go what oh oh that too no, give me a good, like, electric slide. But a really, good I mean, electric slide? <laughs> Don't do line dances unless it's before I let go at your wedding. Macarena. <laughs> um, I hope that you guys dance to Best Friend by Young Thug. Oh, I, was, I would say Best Friend by 50 Cent and Olivia. Listen, you can't go wrong if you have a song called Best Friend, unless it's Best Friend by Queen. What's one book everyone should read? I think we told you, The Big Payback by Dan Charnas, The Bible. Um, what's one song everyone should listen to? Oh, man. One song? I would say Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. <laughs> I would say Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> one Year Down, A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Thanks to everyone who helped put this together. Thanks for everyone who asked us questions, by the way. And I have one question for you, Jeff. Oh, shit. You want to do this again next week? Yeah. Good. Thanks, everyone, for listening to A Waste of Time with It's The Real. We just want to thank everybody who listened to the podcast, everyone who actively became a part of this little It's The Real community in this last year. Thanks to everyone who's been rocking with us for the last eight years, eight and a half, almost nine years. Thanks to our family. Thanks to everyone who puts this together. And... Thanks to everyone who's been on the podcast. If you want to find more episodes like this, Jeff, where can people go? You can go on soundcloud.com slash a waste of time. Also on iTunes, a waste of time with It's The Real. We are so available on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at It's The Real. Also on Snapchat at It's It's The Real and It's The Real Eric. Come find us. We are responding to any and all DMs. It does not – there's no – age too old to dm us wow all right <laughs> please if you're listening to this podcast a waste of time with it's the real go tell a friend assuming you have lots of friends go tell them tell them on facebook if they're facebook friends go tell them and you want to know what if you don't have friends make a friend and then tell them yeah listen we're just trying to be mentors out here also Please leave a comment for us on iTunes or SoundCloud or Google Play. I don't know how Google Play works. I don't have a Russian phone. (laughs) Shout out to to Boss Nod in his Russian phone. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to do this again and again and again. So yeah. now we have contracts saying we have to listen to us here, there and everywhere. Thanks again, everyone, for the last year. And we'll see you later.